What's good, people? Welcome back to another episode here on What's the Word Entertainment. Of course, I am one happy of your host, Sherm. Got my partner in crime, old bed in the building. What's going on with you, man? Good to see you as always. Living the dream of the day in paradise. Thanks, Sherm. How you doing? Chilling, man. You know how it is. Chilling, living the sunny Florida life out here. Uh, we got our first time guest joining us this week. We got my boy Gabe out in Texas. Just tuned in. I appreciate you joining in, Gabe. How's it going, my friend? Doing good. Doing good. Appreciate you for having me in. Let's have yeah, some man. fun. Yeah, man, definitely ready to go. Uh, appreciate you joining in this for the first time. Um, we got a good show here today. We're going to continue our football talk as always. Before we get into that, I want to touch on a couple different uh, little side topics, if you will. Starting off with, let's just get into it, guys. Um, I don't know if you guys saw this, but uh, legendary Texas high school football coach Gary Gaines dies at the age of 73 the other day. He was the head coach featured in the movie Friday Night Lights. Um, this was this is one of my favorite football movies of all time. I'd probably say it's number two for me just on football movies. I kind of want, want, want to bring it up. Um, you know, him coaching those Permian Panthers. Uh, we know to that where the, the, the movie was featured on that season when he had a kind of ups and downs. And it's crazy that the very next season he went undefeated and won the whole and won the state state title. Right. But um, I mean, this movie to me, Friday Night Lights, like I said, it's one of my favorite football movies of all time. And I got me thinking, wow. What are my favorite football movies of all time? Maybe want to ask you guys each, but to me, any given Sunday is number one. And I know Gabe and I, we talked about it quickly offline. Like, oh, why oh, do people do the cast alone? <laughs> you have to respect this dude. Al Pacino, Cameron Diaz, Jamie Foxx, LL Cool J, James Woods. Are you kidding me? You have to respect that. I get it. Remember the Titans is in there. Don't forget about the program. That's up there. That's my top five too. You know, um, I'll, I'll bet I'll go to you first. What's some of your favorite uh, football movies? And we can even talk just sports movies in general, if you like. I mean, listen, I love both of those movies. When you, I didn't, I forgot about the program. Fantastic film. Terrible. I mean, obviously, we, we believe the Florida State was that wild at that time. But, uh, <laughs> you know, I, I think uh, I will end on the lighter side. Unnecessary Roughness, right? The Replacements. Right, those mm -hmm. those classic like, classic cool movies you always catch on like TBS on TNT <laughs> right, on the exactly, weekend. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Anytime you got Kathy Ireland playing kicker, you, you know you got yourself a nice football film. Um, but yo, I mean, if I had to say one of my favorite just all out sports uh, movies ever, I would have to go with He Got Game. Ooh, okay, cool. <laughs> watch that anytime. That's low yeah, yeah. I like that one. I like that one. Um, Gabe, you're you're. I mean. Where do you do you think Friday Night Lights was like you know a top tier football movie or what's what's your kind of your favorite or or overall sports movies? For me, coming up, Friday Night Nights was huge. Um, you know, a lot of us took a lot of that swag from Booby Miles. You know, mm. coming on the field, being extra yes, cocky, sir. having the swagger with this mm -hmm. swag, the the socks, he had the cleats, he would talk all the trash. It reminds you a lot of yourself in the locker room, you know. Oh yeah, so that, you want was... <laughs> win, let booby spin. <laughs> so that was dope. It was also horrible to see him just go out with that ACL tear, and then that just kind of broke a tear. So that's like the main reminder of the whole movie. But it was mm. dope to see him go through that whole movie process and then pull it out in the state championship almost. But right, that was right, definitely right. one of the greatest movies football wise of all time. Sports period. My favorite one would definitely have to be Remember the Titans, though. It's just got to be Remember the Titans. He is. I like it. Like, yeah. I like, I mean, Denzel, I like it. Right. I mean, he's, just, he's the greatest actor ever. Is right. that debated? 
It's not really debated. Yet. It's not, I don't think it's debated. Yeah, I mean, he's, if not, he's top three at, yeah. at the moment. Yeah, he's worst. It's like, yeah. you know, yeah. He could, yeah. Play, he could play every role. And mm-hmm. uh, if remember the Titans, it wasn't just football. It's like you learned about life, you learned about, you know, the congregation, you learned racism, you know, black, white, oh, right, history, right, 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 history. Right. There was yeah. so much that went on in that movie. And it was Respect. just like, for just sure. to come together, you know, right. to come together and make that team. That that is definitely my number one favorite. My second, yeah. my second one, Friday Night Lights, and the third one will actually shock both of y'all because I thought one of y'all would say it, but it's Gridiron Gang. <laughs> Wait, is that the one with the Rock? With the Rock, yep. yeah, yeah he, that he was co- a good movie he though. Coaches he the, um, the, the, the juvenile detention kids. Yeah, was a good, Ooh, yeah. I forgot I was, about that. Uh, low key, low key. That was yeah, yeah that's a low key good one. That's yeah, that's based yeah. on a true story too, right? Yes, yeah. sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, I forgot about that one. Ooh, you know what? I, I, another one I got to bring up just old sports movies. White man can't jump. You know, I was thinking about that. I was thinking about that, but I was going to go from the angle of it being about Jeopardy, right? Because basically the movie is about you watching uh, uh, Rosie Perez walk around and be Puerto Rican and then go on the show. There's a basketball game that happens, but like most of the, most of the movie, you're just waiting to see Rosie Perez, if I'm not mistaken. Right. Yo, I heard they are doing a remake. I won't watch it. I won't watch it. (laughs) He said I ain't watching it. I wonder who who you think they'll use. Uh, I forgot. I'd have to do a quick look up. I don't know if Obey you can't, but I heard they are doing a remake of White Man Can't Jump. Um, I forgot who was in it, but yeah, I just thought that was wild. They, be, I, I can't believe they would redo that. It's such I, a I was about to say, Jordan, but, but they've been. Jordan, I'm in. Yeah, I'm with you. Michael B. Jordan is it? <laughs> if, if if he is, I'm if in. It is. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. that that'd be dope. That'd be dope. Yeah. Uh, another one, low key one, Cool Runnings. Would you consider that a sports movie? Cool. It's, it's okay. Yeah, it's okay. I mean, that's classic. Yeah, the backups. Feel the rhythm, feel the rhyme. Get on up. Yeah. It's bobsled time. It's, <laughs> I had I had two goofy backups actually. I had yeah. Coach Carter and Pride. Coach Carter's dope. Coach, Coach Carter's dope. Carter. Coach yeah. Carter's dope. Another football one. Yo, Varsity Blues. That's in Varsity my Blues. Okay. Varsity Blues. That's my top five going. football movies. Yes, I think yeah. you have to put Varsity Blues in there. That was just dope. A low key one. Before we before we move on, one that actually just recently came out. I think it's on Netflix now. Adam Sandler, Hustle. That Hustle's one's actually good. pretty good. Hustle's good. Hustle's really good. That's that about basketball. Good. Or, or yeah, it's about basketball. basketball. Yeah, he's okay. like the okay. agent. Was he an agent, right? Yeah. Sports, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or he's like the PR. The, or yeah, yeah. It's like agent some, or like some, the recruiter, yeah. basically, yeah. for the team. Yeah, that one was actually mm, okay. good. No movie. No but yeah, movie. De- definitely some uh, some good. I'm sure people want to yeah. say Rudy, Miracle, or Major League, Field of Dreams. Yeah. You know, those right. some other, other, you know, overall sports movies. You know, Major, like you have a no marbles. Tanaka, yes, right. Yes. Yo. Said what? It gives it gives him the bucket of chicken. Yes. <laughs> and, yo. It's for Jobu. It's for Jobu. <laughs> yo, classic movie, dude. Oh man, let's let's keep it rolling, fellas. Um, continuing our sports talk here. Oh, bad. I don't know if you recently saw just just recently just announced. I think it was today that Major League Baseball announced their 2023 schedule, and they finally have decided that all major league teams at some point in the season will play against one. Every team will play at some against each other at some point in, in the season. Mm-hmm. Um, this will be the first time in interleague play. This is actually happening because, as we know, there's 162 games in baseball. Okay, and I've been saying this for years dude and i know i've said this on this show before there is no reason for divisional teams to play each other 19 times in one damn year 
it's just, it's just unnecessary. I Meanwhile, agree. you can go two, three, or even four years without playing a, a certain team. Why not? It just it makes no sense. Like, why didn't they do this sooner? It just, I mean, to me, it's just like the obvious thing because you're in a city, let's say you're in, I don't know, St. Louis. You want to see the Yankees come. You're, you're a Yankees fan, but you may not see the Yankees come to town for four years. Right. It's just, it's just idiotic to me. It makes you know no sense. I mean? Right. Well, you know, I, for America's pastime, you don't, you got to make it a little more accessible than that for regular Americans, right? Like it's a very expensive game to go uh, take in. If you mm. go and do it at like a high level, you can go get right. a standing room only ticket, but a beer right. is going to cost you like $15, right? <laughs> a crusty hot dog is going to cost you $12, right? Mm. Like it's a very, uh, I've always felt that uh baseball try to market themselves as a highbrow sport but you know at the end of the day it's best baseball is played in like the boroughs in the dominican republic right like it's mm. definitely not playing the best baseball coming from people look at look at otani right like i don't know how much english he speaks but that man play, speaks baseball very well uh <laughs> you know 2021 right. all-star game that they had in denver averaged uh 4.5 rating and 8.32 million viewers on Fox, but that was down 7% in ratings and 10% viewership from 2020, right? So mm -hmm. you got to, maybe it's a little desperation. Baseball's you on decline. Something. I think, I think yep. you and I both have said this, baseball viewership yep. is certainly on decline. I mean, there. I was just watching First Take earlier today and speaking, they were talking about the Mets-Yankees game last night. The Mets and Yankees are actually, surprisingly, the Mets, and I'm a Mets fan, one of the best teams in baseball. I think they have the third best record in all of baseball right now. I mean, they're a couple of games ahead of the Yankees. And you have your star pitcher, Jacob DeGrom, for the Mets, not going up against the Yankees in, in the Bronx. Like, Makes that's what sense. people want to see. They want to see. Yeah, they want to see the premier players. Yeah. They want to see these guys. But baseball is taking you know, the managers, taking upon themselves. Like, now nah, we can go let him go against the Colorado Rockies. Meanwhile, they're a team that's like well under 500. You know what I mean? Now, question is, is there any amount of gamesmanship here? Gabe, I mean, I, I don't know how how – well versed it's relatable right like i can't say like oh your time playing football is the same as somebody playing baseball but is there an element of gamesmanship there to not ch chip your hand early in the season knowing you might see these guys later it might be worth more chips basically like just sit out your star players basically is that what you're saying Obed? Yeah. yeah yeah oh is, is is so can you repeat it one more time like how yeah you said um <clears throat> so is it is there a an emphasis of gamesmanship like early on in the season, well, I mean, obviously they have 162 yeah, games, so yeah. com comparing it to a football ball. season will be yeah. different. But is there an element where we want to see this stud against the stud, but the coaching staff might say, hey, let's hold them out because we might see them later in the year? It kind of it kind of sounds more like preseason football when you talk about it in that aspect, because mm -hmm. you would hold back, you know, like some teams will hold back their star players, for instance, the first couple games. Yeah. They're going to play them like a snap or two, like Kyle Pitts, for instance, I'm a Falcons fan. Right. He only played like a few little quick snaps or whatever. We got him out of there last right. year. They didn't even play the starters for the Falcons, you know, oh, in wow. the beginning. So it is a little bit of an element of, you know, I guess you can kind of compare and contrast. But, yeah, I, I, I would like, like to see him. Right. right all the time yeah, right, just, right just play you know just, i feel like yeah, it's right. more because right. it, it's it's Injury. difficult in football because there's a limited games but they do it more yeah. in basketball there's that load management in basketball load management right? in basketball right. Yeah. Right. you know what right. i mean right. which is almost like you're robbing the fans of this product there are people who come from different cities and states they want to go to the, see this game because they're a favorite you know they they're coming from you know, uh, Texas or something, or to go see the, the Lakers, they can see because they want to see LeBron James, or they're they're coming to see you know Kevin Durant in New York, or whatever the case is, right. and yeah. they're sitting out because eh, give them give them some extra rest. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? 
Um, but yeah, but I mean, just like I said, there's a hundred. First of all, I don't even understand why there's 162 games. It's too many games. Right. Is it necessary? You commented on this. How many people are really going to go to a baseball game on a Tuesday afternoon at one o'clock? No, surprised people, got, people got work. Surprise at Houston. I'm not gonna lie to you. Well, that's yeah. the thing, though, man. This is a draw for some people, you know yeah. what I mean? But that's you gotta have that cult following. Those few people I hope are paying all the bills of kids. I know it's expensive <laughs> to keep the lights on in a whole stadium and have all kind of vendor staff running around right. at one o'clock on a Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, you know. Right. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, it's it's just odd to me. Like I said, baseball viewership I said it's certainly in the decline. It's not. Like I, I've said this before, you know, it's America's pastime, but I think America is leaving it in the past. Yeah, to be honest with you. Well said. But let's keep it let's keep it rolling, guys. Um, the other thing I want to talk about before we get to our NFL discussion, uh, the Brooklyn Nets uh, and, and uh, the general manager Sean Marks announced the other day that they have agreed, come to an agreement with All Star Center uh, Small Four with Kevin Durant. He will be staying with the team now. He did a request a trade. He did request a trade earlier in the uh, earlier this off season. Um, now they're saying that he's going to stay with the team. They're going to try to move forward. And they're going to move forward in this direction. Dude, the Nets are just a soap opera. That's all it is. The Nets are a, a flat out. They're a soap opera. Um, and I don't know other way to describe it. Uh, Gabe, I'll go, I'll go over to you first. Um, what is your thoughts on this whole KD situation? And then do you think they can, with this current roster, do you think they can actually win a title? So I'm going to go ahead and just slap it right out there, bro. I do feel like they have the roster to win a title. Um, mm. Kevin Durant is the best player in the league, regardless of all this drama and all this crybaby Tyler Perry stuff he has going on. Him, <laughs> him, and, him, and Kyle, him and Kyrie Irving are an amazing duo. If Ben Simmons' back is okay, you've got three dogs right there. They, they rebuilt the roster. They've been adding people in free agency. TJ Warren, you've got, uh, what's his name, Patty Bills, Seth Curry. You got good players, man. You could really go ahead and build something right there and win a title. It was really embarrassing what they did last, last when we all seen them getting swept mm. on the TV or whatever. But yeah, mm. I do feel like they can go ahead and build a roster. It is very annoying to have to be a fan of the NBA and watch the entire thing that took place this summer of him, you know, just pouting because they just got swept. That's no need for that. So it is kind of hard to be a fan as a viewer and then just be like, come on, Katie, like, stop it. Kyrie, stop it. Right, right, right. And he, I mean, you competed, you lost, yeah, just, you go out there again, just, compete, and win. There yeah, is. just come on. I never, I've, <laughs> right. I've said my piece on Kyrie many a times on the show, so I'm not even gonna go there right now. I, I, I wouldn't try, I wouldn't try to ramble, but Kyrie stresses me out. Yeah, <laughs> we've done it more than enough. On this show. We've had to be like, okay, we're not gonna talk about it again. I'm done. I'm done. Yeah. I'm done. Obed, yeah. uh, just quote your thoughts on KD staying, and do you think they can actually win the title with this, with this current mm -hmm. squad? Can you win? Can you have anything in this life that takes a team to be successful at without any trust between those people? I don't think so. I don't think it's going to happen there. Are you right? I don't, I don't, I don't particularly think that you can come back and be like, how I want a divorce and like, okay, we can figure it out. Like, dog, you just, the one dude doesn't even play half the games. We never see him. Mm -hmm. Right. And I, we feel like the other piece we brought in is supposed to be good, but obviously he's sauce right now. And I, I agree with you. I agree with you, Gabe. I really do hope that uh, uh, Ben Simmons' back is okay. Um, you know, I feel they're, like the, they're saying he looks good. He feels or he feels they, good. Said the mental's all right too. The mental in the back were the two uh, negatives holding him back. 
Right, right now, the only back I'm worried about is Kevin Durant because that's how they're going to get to this, get to the championship. If he put the entire team on his yeah, back, that, it doesn't yeah. that, that's all I've relied on. That's right. 100%. Correct. I mean, they've yeah. got ballers. You know, where's Lamarcus Aldridge at in his career at this point? Where's Blake Griffin at in his career at this point? I mean, it's kind of rough, you know. But Marcus Claxton, Aldridge. You got Seth, you said it's Seth Curry. Um, mm. You got Joe Harris. Patty Mills is around. TJ's yeah. mentioned TJ Warren. TJ Warren. Mm. You know, this on paper. This is a legit, legit got, title they contender. A, they got a squad, especially in the East. Squad. Especially, in the especially East. in the East. They and got on a paper, squad. Paper, this this is a squad, mm-hmm. but can they actually mm-hmm. gel together and figure it out? And remember, you you have a guy in Steve Nash Ooh, who's you got only coached one year in the NBA. This is that was his first year ever coaching in life. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? So yeah. it's it's going to take a while. Can they possibly win it when at hundred percent healthy and everyone shows up and everyone buys in? I think they can. But that's the thing: is everyone going to buy in and be there? We'll see. What, we'll see how we'll see how it goes. Yeah. Though, yeah. let's keep it rolling, guys. Let's get into our NFL before we do our divisional breakdown. We're going to focus on the South, AFC, and NFC. Oh, bet! And I, I know you and I talked about this last week uh, about Deshaun Watson. His suspension was six games, right. and then about the next day, it seemed like I think it was the NFL and the NFL Players Association announced that he was going to be suspended for actually eleven games this coming season. And I'm just wondering, why didn't they just do this all along? If that's what they wanted, why did they have to go to an outside arbitrator and get this done? Why did that judge have to do this to L. Robinson? Why couldn't they just say, you know what, let's suspend them 11 games? And this is what I kind of talked about. I think we talked about last week how the NFL may want to just take that power back. They kind of said, oh, you know, we don't want to deal with these touchy situations. But then if you don't do it right, now we're going to handle it. Just make up your mind, right? wishy-washy it's extra wishy-washy i mean i i i'll be honest i don't uh it would have looked better in hindsight had they just gone ahead and said hey we'll suspend you we're not even going to go through this Mm -hmm. agreed upon system because again when they went through uh negotiations with the new cba this is something that they fought for for there to be some kind of third-party arbiter to figure things out and say hey because we couldn't trust the nfl for all those years to make the right decision on things um and but I just think that they're always doomed to fail because this obviously blew up in their face. They tried to do it through that, the system. And honestly, I tip my hat off to Sue Robinson because she kind of shed light on the problem, right? She made a ruling based on the other rulings that they had done, the other things they, right? And I was like, well, if you're only suspending them for six games, (laughs) that's what I'm going to do. That's the maximum. I'm going to do six games. They should have came out in front of it early, but you know, I, I think that they'd already set themselves up for failure. So I think the question is, what do you think happens going forward, right? Do, do right. we feel like justice was served? Do you all think it was enough games? I mean, they were talking all along, Gabe, like they wanted to spend to spend it for the whole year. Right, so right. If, that so was like the you, goal. Right. So if you wanted that, why didn't you just do that? That's what I, that's, that's where I'm at. That's where I'm at. That's why I just don't get it. You know what I mean? If you wanted a year, just, just, just give them the year. You know what I mean? I mean, do you think it's enough, Gabe, or did they, did they quote, get it right this time? Or, I mean, and, and are they just going to say, you know what, from now on, we're just going to make these decisions ourselves? I honestly do hope that they have stopped all this, Roger, because Roger Goodell, just Jesus Christ, he's got the NFL, like he walks around, he is that guy, he's supposed to be the dude, but he doesn't want any responsibility. He doesn't want any hold mm-hmm. on the situation at all. And that's why he went behind. He got the little private investigator. He did all that type of stuff to move himself out the way. Right. I do think that it's enough. You know, I actually was cool with the six games because he was already out a whole season. But I do I, I, understand yep. the severity of the whole situation. Right, you got to right, respect right. everything that took place. And I understand the whole situation. But 
Roger Goodell, he, there's a reason he gets booed every draft day and every time he shows his face in public, he runs and he hides behind. And, you know, this, this was just a whole debacle and a mess for no reason. They yeah. should have just said it from the beginning. You want him gone for the season? Just go ahead and write it down. Hey, Goodell, hey, I want him gone for the season and close it out. Yeah. I mean, and now that it's a, an 11-game suspension instead of just six, oh, yeah, you add – I mean, man, I mean, the, I think the bounds are pretty much done because oh, the yeah, six the playoff, games – playoffs is over. You had, you had some wins that they could probably get out, no bad. You and I talked about it last week. But now – this now you have to include now the week seven Baltimore, then Cincinnati now, then after the after the bye, he's always gonna miss the bye. Then you've got Miami, Buffalo, and Tampa Bay as well. Yeah, they're all games I don't think they will win without Deshaun Watson. Then you know what I mean? Uh, so I think they just pretty much screwed the pooch, if you will, where they're pretty much done. And, and then the first 11 games, I don't know. I think they maybe win, I'll say three, four max, four max, Obed, right? I mean, there's always a chance when you play in the AFC North, those teams just beat each other up. The defense should be good for the Browns. I don't know to speak to what they're going to do offensively, but can Jacoby Brissett make as many throws as Baker Mayfield make? Excuse me. Can he make enough throws to support two running backs who do most of the work? two tight ends and maybe one wide receiver, you know, like, yeah. I, I don't know. He's been in a few offenses. We've seen him be able to run the, an offense for the Patriots, the Colts, the Dolphins. You know, I, I have no doubts that Jacoby Brissett is a, is a true, like, like quarterback that. too that can come out here and play. Um, but it won't be enough to win. I'd say maybe four games max out of that 11. Yeah. 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 I'm thinking it's probably, it's probably going to be around that. That's what I was saying too. Yeah, so we'll we'll see what we'll see how it goes. Let's get into our divisional breakdown, guys. We're gonna start with the AFC South. Um, so we'll start off first. Since hey, you are a resident of Houston, Texas, Gabe. <laughs> I will start with I'll start with Houston. I'll go over to you. Looking, I mean, Houston. I don't think there's anything to really brag about on this squad. To be Zero. quite honest, um, you've got you know the second year QB and Davis Mills at the helm. Still, obviously, with Deshaun Watson gone now, they're kind of moving forward. But, I mean, what do we really ex- – what can we expect from Houston this upcoming season? I think with Houston, you can expect just a scrappy football team. Lovey Smith has taken over. He's going to be a lot more assertive on defense. I love the uh, first-round pick in Derek Stingley Jr. I know a lot of people didn't really mess with him like that based mm-hmm. off of him missing one year and then having that bad little sophomore year or whatever. But I really like him. Lovey's going to have him in that, you know, that nice little go- zone uh, cover two defense. He likes, he, he, he's very, very aggressive. He can tackle. He, he's athletic as hell. He's big. Yeah. So I, I feel, and then they had, um, they got a beast at linebacker too. So yeah, Houston's going to be scrappy. They'll be about a four or five win team. That's what I see. But four. I think like they're kind of setting this up because of that big quarterback pool that's coming out next year. Mm-hmm. they'll be able to set themselves up in a position to be able to take one of those top quarterbacks and then keep rolling this thing because they had like three first round. I think they had two or three first round picks this year. Yeah, this They're in a good back, position. Damian Pierce has seen him. His has been from fantastic. Florida. Oh my goodness. Yeah, from Florida, like, right? He's yeah. hitting holes left and right. I, I'm, I'm kind of amazed that they've been able to get accumulate him, have uh, Marlon Mack to back him up and then oh, still man. get numbers out of Rex Burkhead, you know? Yeah, so yeah. Mm-hmm. They, they got a nice little, they're working with something down there. Yeah, I don't expect them to have too many wins, though. I think no, no, well, I think Gabe nah. was right. What if you said four or five wins at most? Yeah, yeah. four or five. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. it's safe. It's yeah, safe. they'll be scrappy. 
They'll be scrappy. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not too had too many wins there. Um, Indianapolis, Obed. You know, now obviously they're they're kind of restarting, if you will. They picked up Matt Ryan this offseason, you know, right. after sending Carson Wentz over to Washington, I believe. Right. What do they kind of look like with Matt Ryan? How much really does I'm wondering how much does Matt Ryan really have left in the tank? Um, and I, I know, I know Gabe can kind of comment on Matt Ryan and being, a, being an Atlanta fan, but what can he obey? What can Matt Ryan bring to the Indianapolis Colts? And, you know, what kind of success will they have with him? You know, I mean, this, we're talking about at least numbers wise, a top five accurate quarterback in the NFL today, right? So <laughs> while he might not have had the most time with the offensive line, again, missing Calvin Ridley last year was a death stroke for them. They still got great work out of Russell Gage, uh, the, the Ola Medizakis type of players out there, uh, but they were unable to really get, you know, play started, drive started. Uh, Kyle Pitts didn't have a bad year. Kyle, the, the same quarterback that we're like, oh, is he really an upgrade from Carson Wentz? 100% Matt Ryan is an upgrade from Carson Wentz. Um, he's already on the same page with Michael Pittman Jr., who's supposed to take a splash, uh, big step forward this year. Alex Pierce, huge wide receiver they just brought in. Uh, another tree. If I'm looking at these guys, I see Roddy White. I see Julio Jones, right? I see an opportunity for them to be able to attack their uh, coach in uh, uh Reich, Reich, uh, um, he's said, Frank Reich. hey, Frank, Frank Reich, Reich. Uh, we can't win games and win Super Bowls just running the ball, right? We got to have a balanced mm-hmm. offense. So it makes me think that they want to come out here and throw a little bit more. Um, I mean, they have a fantastic defense. Uh, I want to make sure that I get his name right because I don't think he's going by Darius Leonard anymore. But, you know, they've got a hawking yeah. defense there. Those guys are going to make a lot of plays. I mean, I think they're going to take the division easily. Um, Man, I really think they could win like 10 games, you know. We're right, we're right on the same thing. Right. I think they could win like 10 mm-hmm. games because you're just not, again, yeah. Carson Wentz is an NFL caliber quarterback, but there's just something different when the ball's actually getting out there, actually making the right read, making the right throws, not just throwing ducks up because you're getting sacked in the end zone for a pick six, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm looking at their schedule here, Indy. I mean, start off the year in, in the division with Houston at, at Houston and at Jacksonville. Um, they could easily, I think they can easily win both of those two games. And you got KC, Tennessee, Denver, Jackson, you know, right. I don't, I don't know. I mean, you know, two, they call it three, four. I could say, I could see them winning maybe eight or nine games. Ooh. I can see, I can see the Colts winning eight or nine games. And I'm wondering if, can Jonathan Gabe, do you think Jonathan, Jonathan Taylor can kind of duplicate his success from last season? Man, Matt Ryan is in the perfect position. This basically reminds me of like our Atlanta Falcons 2008-2009. We had Michael Turner. Michael mm-hmm. Turner was a dog. That's Jonathan right. Taylor. Chargers. Yeah. Jonathan Taylor is like an upgrade because he's a little bit more athletic than Mike. He's not as buffy as Mike was, but he's an mm-hmm. upgrade. And we didn't have this stout offensive line. Matt Ryan did have Tony Gonzalez, Roddy White, you know what I'm saying? And right. so on. So on, Mike Jenkins mm. and things like that. Right. Now mm. you've got Michael Pittman Jr. You've got Alec Pierce. Alec Pierce is going to be their deep ball go-getter. I watched him a lot at Cincinnati last year. Right. He's a dog. You've got um, that big tight end with the dreads. He's a beast, too. Mo Ali Cox. Mo Ali Cox. Yeah, Mo Ali Cox is a beast, too. He, right. And Matt Ryan is just a play action, just killer. Yeah. He's going to he's gonna roll real smooth. I've got 10 wins out of them. I don't okay. think they'll win the division. I am with the Titans winning that division because wow. I just think, I, I, yeah, yeah, I've got the Titans edging them out just by one game. So if they're, if they're 10, i got the Titans like one game, 11. Okay. Okay. Some, some, something That's like that. But okay. yeah, everybody else in the division is terrible. The yeah, Colts have true. a complete roster. Uh, defense is stout. 
Jeez, that front seven is crazy. DBs are super fast. I like the uh, Isaiah, um, what's his name? He plays corner, he's fast. That, that kid's crazy too. But yeah, 10-win team. Matt Ryan's definitely gonna go to the Pro Bowl. This is this is gonna be like a little revelation Ooh, year for him. I'm waiting for it. This is a good, this has been yeah. a good spot for all yeah. these quarterbacks yeah. that come through here because yeah. now they finally built an entire team. The defense you said is nice. DeForest Buckner, Stefan Gilmore is in there. It's you know, crazy. it's yeah. crazy. Uh, Yannick, Shaquille Yannick Leonard. Ngakwe. My bad. Yeah. Shaquille Leonard, not Darius Shaquille. Shaquille. Yeah, uh, yeah, that, that's what he's doing. Yeah, Yannick Ngakwe yeah. is there it's, too. It's Yannick crazy. Ngakwe, you got Ngakwe. Yeah, yeah. Dude, they this defense could be Matt, nice, Matt's and obviously never, you got a Pro Bowl lineman in Quentin, uh, Quentin Nelson. The whole you line know? is crazy. Sure, Matt, yeah. Matt's so, never played with a defense like that. We never had that type of defense right. in, Atlanta, in Atlanta for sure. For we sure, never had yeah. that type of defense. So, so okay, he can yeah. go out there and choke, you know, here there. But man, he, he's in good steps. He's in yeah. good steps. Um, another other start. On the other hand, Jacksonville. I mean, we don't. I don't think we uh, either of us kind of anyone of us expect much out of Jacksonville. You know, Trevor Lawrence, of course going into his second year how much does he really progress obed what do you expect kind of out of him uh coming in uh, this year because i think this is a kind of a an evaluation year if you will for him right yeah i think this is definitely an evaluation year for him but it's 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 rough because i have to give him a mulligan right if if there is no worse way to come into the league is to have to be coached by urban meyer who didn't even know who 99 on the Rams was when he was watching some game tape with the rest of his coaches. So I just, if you, this guy is, is, you know, he was upset that they didn't get Kadarius Tony. And it's like, what were you going to do with Kadarius Tony on the team? Like they weren't running a functional office at times. People were questioning Trevor Lawrence was questioning why you're playing uh, uh, Carlos Hyde over James Robinson. James Robinson is mm. clearly the better back, clearly a thousand yard rusher. Who's on the roster who played well the year before any of us showed up, but you think your retread guy from Ohio is going to be any better. You know, I mean, I think it's going to be world's difference. He's got uh, an actual coach there with Doug Pedersen now getting a chance to revitalize his career. They've given him that he, he might not have the greatest weapons. We still have to see what happens with uh, Travis Etienne, but yeah. you've got Evan Greengram who can still ball. Uh, you've got Christian Kirk on a big contract. He's not a number one, but he'll still be out there. I'm pretty sure they got, I think they got Zay Jones out there as well. So they got some speed, you yeah. know, and of course, James Robinson looks healthy coming off of, uh, I believe it was Achilles tear. Um, so it'd be interesting to see how he put, how, with these guys come together. Gabe, do you expect much out of Jacksonville this season? Unfortunately, no. I'm gonna have to fully side with Obed. Um, it's gonna be cool. It's gonna be cute to watch Trevor because I'm a. I'm, I liked him. I liked him at Clemson. I liked him at Clemson. I like to watch Sunshine take off. He did good at right. Clemson. But, <laughs> Sunshine. But you know, it, yeah. it wasn't. It, it it's not the best of situations, and that's kind of yeah. what it is when you are the number one top talent coming out of college. You kind of fall into trash. And it yeah. is what it is. And the Jags yeah. have been bad since what? Fred Taylor? When, when's the last time the Jags? Gosh. Hey, listen, <laughs> they played the Patriots in the AFC Championship game in like 2018, Whoa, Whoa what, was, what was it? Two thousand? No, they oh, okay, were, okay. They, they oh, were against, yeah, 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 that's right. Because they beat, that's right. they beat Pittsburgh Ramsey, in the Ramsey, divisional yeah, round and weren't yeah. against, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. when they had Jalen Ramsey, Calais Campbell. Yeah. That, that yeah. Yannick Ngakwe. That defense was legit. And then it all just imploded. Everybody's like, yeah, let's get about Jacksonville. Right now, yeah, they're deep. They run this 3-4 defense, but they have, they don't have, have the players they just flat out don't have the players you know what i mean setup. it's um, a setup of the receivers right, marvin right. jones jr like you said obey they got zay jones out there christian kirk but how much they're really going to produce i do like evan ingram though you know um they got cam robinson on the old line there um Rick Hans, evan ingram. I, I don't know man like i said 
Jacksonville is going to have to either just continuously draft, draft, hopefully just draft, draft great players or entice people to come to Jacksonville. Now it is Florida, but it's not Miami. It's not Tampa Bay with the goat. You see what I'm saying? So it's kind of, it's going to be, it's, it's quite more, it's a little bit more difficult when you're talking that aspect, that aspect recruiting wise, but again, you know, we'll see how it goes. And then lastly, the AFC South Gabe, you mentioned Tennessee. You said you're picking them to win the division. I would probably, Oh man, you know, it's obviously it's going to be Tennessee or Indianapolis. I think that's the easy bet there, of course. Um, But you know, Derek Hendry's coming off that foot injury. How healed is that? They did pick up Robert Woods from LA uh, this all season. Um, Austin Hooper's at the tight end spot there. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm kind of concerned about their defense. So that's why I'm actually probably would say Indian. I think Indianapolis won, won the division edges, because, edges. because mm-hmm. their defense is better Talent. than um, Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you what are you expecting out of Tennessee this year? You know, what can we kind of see? And what do you think their win total would be? Uh, I, I knew the defense was going to be like a hot topic as far as like if you can trust them or whatever, whatever, right? Yeah. What Derrick Henry does is he bleeds the clock out, you know? That that power offense that Mike Vrabel allows them to just go out there and just punish, punish, punish gives the defense so much rest so that when they come on the field, it's like, you know, they, he basically just energized them. So yeah. most of the time it's like his play basically like helps them their defense out. They haven't really had no – monstrous like stars or anything like that on defense but they always are pretty good you know they're good enough like you said ryan Tannehill is going to have austin hooper they said robert woods is actually looking really good in camp so and then Traylon burks they tried to kill him at first you know when he oh <laughs> look at it look at his health look at this look at that yeah he's looking really really good so i i don't think it's too much i know it's a drop off from aj uh brown or whatever with him and then coming to a rookie, but Traylon Burks actually is kind of like the same body build, speed and hands and all those types of things. So given about midway of the season, he'll probably kick it off. But um, yeah, I got the Titans winning 11 games just because of they've got the best coach in the division. They've got the most playoff experience and it's just a total team. You yeah. got that dog. You got that dog in the backfield. I I just don't expect y'all to lose many games. I got you. I know. And Obed too. Remember, they also drafted a QB Malik Willis. He's been kind of impressing people a little Lighten bit. Lighten it up a little been, bit. At the yeah, end. I think preseason. Eventually, some point the the torch will be passed from Tannehill to him. Yeah. What are you? What are your thoughts on the or the outlook of the yeah, the Titans this coming twenty twenty two season? Um, I definitely agree with Gabe. I think they're right there in it, able to compete with uh indianapolis for the the uh win in the division get number one um they come in in first place i i I really don't i look at ryan Tannehill as a potential big time quarterback and at least we've seen him do this a few years ago to be able to orchestrate an offense that could kill you with play action run the ball down your throat he could take off sometimes for plays they were just they were creative you know and now them losing arthur smith you know did that take away some of that shine right is that is that the creativity that we're hoping to see now with the uh, atlanta falcons uh because he's over there orchestrating this offense um I, I have faith that tennessee will figure it out just like gabe said they have the best coaching there i gotta go with what we've been able to do in that division over the last few years really making it his own um i could see them winning 11 games it, it obviously wouldn't be easy by any means but the schedules have, have kind of been the schedules are beatable if you have all the pieces and they have enough pieces that they maybe can hide that defense and get some wins. Gotcha. Yeah, I mean, look at their schedule. They start out with the Giants. You got the Bills, the Raiders, and the, you know, and you go the Colts there. Uh, but you know, they got a, they got a kind of a tough one though. Then you got you got Green Bay later in the year, Dallas towards the end, even Cincinnati there in the middle, right after Green Bay too. 
yeah. and even Kate and Casey as well, it's going to be tough for them. But again, I'm going to go with Indy in this division just because merely I think their defense is better. I feel like Jonathan Taylor and Derrick Henry almost balance out as far as they're at the running back position. Yeah, you, you know, can throw you know, to one of them as well. You can't really throw to, to Derrick, so. Yeah. Right, exactly. Yeah. You know, um, and I think Matt Ryan edges Ryan, Ryan Tannehill. I think we all probably would agree on that. And yeah, I, that's I why I say that. And the defense on the Indy side is better than the Tennessee side. So that's what that's I'm going to go with. That's where that's I'm going to go with Indy. But let's keep it going. Let's get into the NFC South. And Gabe, as we, I wanted to obviously, one of the reasons you're on this week is because you are the Atlanta Falcons a fan. Um, I'm not sure really why, but you know, to each their own. You know, hey, I'm sure you're, I'm sure you're a very nice person. I'm sure, you're a very nice person. He loves <laughs> the jokes on wax. Let me tell you, I've been doing this for a long time, Gabe. He loves the jokes on wax. <laughs> <laughs> so let me ask you this, Gabe: What do you expect out of your Falcons? You no, know, now that Matt Ryan is gone, you've got Marcus Mariota in there. Um, what what can we what can we see going forward with with your Falcons? Man, I can sit here and ramble forever about the Falcons, but it's definitely a huge, like, huge turnaround. I was actually waiting, actually, for Matt Ryan to go ahead and get traded so we can go ahead and move on and try something new because it's been the same flavor, you know, so it's time to switch it up and try something new. Arthur Smith coming in the building, changing it up, making us a power run team, you know, working with the uh, double tight end personnel. We've got Kyle Pitts. Uh, I wish Calvin Ridley was here, but gambling was more important. And then we went and picked up a big uh, time receiver in Drake London. So I'm really, really mm. excited to see what we're going to do. Drake hasn't played much in the preseason. We got a bunch of average Joes, you know, that, you know, one-year contracts and things like that. But I expect us to be very scrappy, and we're going to surprise the league at about eight or nine wins. Marcus Mariota is going to show up. We've got Damian Williams in the backfield. I know he's, you know, whatever. Tyler mm. Algier was our uh, fifth-round rookie draft pick from BYU. He's very aggressive. He's very tough. We've got uh, Ferks are at the opposite end of uh, Kyle Pitts. We should be all right. We should be all right. We're looking um, all right. I, I do like the Drake London pick by them. I know. I think he. I think he has a knee injury right now, if I'm not mistaken. Drake, Drake's got a little knee injury. Yeah, yeah. He's got a little knee injury. But I'm still concerned about the running back spot and Cordell mm -hmm. Pat um, Cordero Patterson. I mean, wasn't he a former receiver slash returner that turned into yeah. a running back? Yeah. You know, I'm not sure he's a featured back. He's going to be their featured back, but I'm not sure he's a starter. featured back. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, and honestly, defensively, I don't think the, the Vandal Falcons have, has had a great defense since the day before forever, okay? We, um, I, when was the last time you said, oh, wow, Atlanta's got a good, solid defense here, top 10 defense? This year? This year, we we do have Casey Hayward playing opposite of A.J. Terrell. A.J. Terrell was what, like, ranked two, I think, out of pro football focus for cornerbacks last year. So I, he he was pretty good. Okay. Um, we have Rashawn Evans at, at uh, the middle linebacker position messing with Michael Walker or the resurgence of Deion Jones. And that's kind of where we are. We got a bunch of makeshift guys, you know, at the uh, yeah. defensive 3-4 position. We yeah. got two young safeties back there. We'll see what we can do. Uh, Dean Pease is our defensive coordinator. He's a long time, you know, Ravens, Titans, you know, all those types of things. He's got us playing pretty aggressive right now in defense. Yeah. As long as it's average and we can bleed the clock out, that's Arthur Smith's type of game plan. Bleed the clock out. Hopefully we get more creative with Kyle Pitts this season. We get him the ball more so because he is a star. Just feed the star. You should be all right. Yeah. Honestly, I see them winning maybe four or five games. This schedule looks rough. New Orleans, yeah, we play, we play, the we play Rams. Yeah. You got the Bucks, the Bengals, the Chargers, 
<laughs> it'd be fun you know it's it's the baltimore arizona you know, it's it's gonna be a rough one uh be oh bed quickly you what do you what do you expect out of atlanta this point this season oh i think you're muted oh bed nope appreciate that yeah okay yeah no uh um i gotta agree sadly somewhere in the middle between you guys i think they could win eight games you know my and maybe slide towards seven because it is a tough schedule i just you know i can't i can't give them uh the rams game then you got to go hopefully they stay out there on the west coast and just try to get catch uh seahawks right catch seattle um but then it just doesn't really get any easier i mean the (laughs) niners are going to be tough the Bengals are good people are talking about joe burrow is going to be a top five quarterback i don't particularly see it but they say it's not yeah they're they're predicting that right 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 I don't know why they have y'all playing the Panthers in the same month with like three weeks of each other. You know what I mean? But figure that out. Right. Like I have I no have idea why they did that, but the Chargers game, Chargers are probably people are talking about they might be MVP season coming for uh uh for Justin Herbert. So this is a tough schedule. This is this is I you'd be you'd you'd wonder that this team was a first place team last year, looking at how hard this schedule is. Mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. i mean yeah this, this this is a rough one man i got gave mm-hmm. i'm sorry this is a rough, yeah, rough oh, schedule. I, I, I'm, I, y'all y'all are making fair fair points y'all are making fair fair points yeah mm-hmm. um you meant Obed. you mentioned carolina um they just announced that baker mayfield the other day will be the starter of this upcoming season for them yeah. edging out sam darnold I mean, the biggest thing for Carolina is the health of Christian McCaffrey. Now they're saying he's at 100%, but will he remain at 100%? I feel like every single year he has a debilitating injury that withholds him from being the star that, because when he is healthy, almost like Kevin Durant, when healthy, KD is the best player on the planet. Yeah. When healthy, Christian McCaffrey is one of the best players, football players on the yeah. planet. He is so dynamic in the things, what he can do, just running and catching up the football. Right. Um I'm not sure, man. It's like, it's always something that happens to them. I don't necessarily think highly of their wide receiver core and DJ Moore and Robbie Anderson. I'm not, I'm just going to be honest. That's just my opinion. I don't think either of them are legit, legit wide receivers. That's just my personal opinion. Um, And defensively, they've never had a a stout. Well, they haven't had a stout defense in quite some time. I will say that since the days of like Luke Keekley and the boy and the boys, you know, and maybe Julian Peppers, even back then, Julius Peppers, excuse me. I do say, I know they got Xavier Rhodes on the safety spot, which is nice. Picked up JC Horn as well too. Um, oh, Betty, what's your outlook on the Panthers? Um, it's you know rough sledding, but it's somebody had to bring Sam Darnold to his knees. Uh, I'm sorry, like they just it <laughs> to me feels like the lesser of two evils. But you know we know that yeah. uh, Baker Mayfield can support a top 15 wide receiver, so there's a chance that we're going to see some kind of true quarterback. Uh, 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 play that helps DJ Moore. Like he, I've been waiting for him to break out for years now. There's no reason DJ Moore hasn't been on the on in the limelight of some of the best wide receivers in the game. We might get a chance to see that. Terrace Marshall, maybe he comes around, right? With a little bit of quarterback play. They, you know, that's kind of the reason that uh, uh, people were losing jobs out in Carolina because they took the opportunity to bring in a player of his caliber and it just didn't work out for the offensive coordinator. Uh, mm. Joe Brady at the time, I believe. Um, so, uh, I don't really see this team winning more than like five games. They have a nice little stretch where they could pick up some wins, but then they close out the season uh, with the Buccaneers and the saints. And I just feel like, you know, if they could catch any steam, you know, maybe they'll pick up some wins, but I just, this, this division just has some of the 
the hardest matchups this year when you think you got to face Brady, you guys, Matt Stafford, you got to go against uh, former offensive coordinator for the Atlanta Falcons and uh, Kyle Shanahan. So he knows these teams very well when he goes and plays them. Mm-hmm. You know, um, it's uh, yeah, you're facing oh, some dog, some be some some bad bad quarterbacks these years. So some reals, them them dudes, like you said, Brady, Stafford, Joe Russell Burrow, Wilson. Russell Wilson, Lamar Jackson. Yeah. You know, uh, it's, it's a it's a it's a rough one for Carolina Gabe right yeah, overall, uh, Baker Mayfield has never been one of my fan favorites since he's entered the NFL. I was actually pretty high on him in OU, but since he's been the NFL, it's been a hit or miss, man. But with this uh, Panthers organization and with this new roster that he has going, if Christian McCaffrey can go ahead and continue to just, just rejuvenate a little bit of the juice, which never happens to running backs, I hope that, you know what I'm saying, he can go ahead and work back into that play action system. You fully disrespected DJ Moore and Robbie Anderson, who I actually have high respect for both I'm, of them. I ain't mad at kind of weird. Robbie, <laughs> Robbie's that dude. It's kind, it's kind dude. of weird. I kind of like Patriots both fan. Of I watched him play for the Jets, and I was like, yo, that kid can fly. That he kid can, can catch. Like, he, he can do he everything. he can catch. Yeah. 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 He, he's a nine ball. I didn't like, say he can't catch, but not, is he not, a legit, like, I, stout number one receiver? I'm not, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that, but I'm saying schematically, you can scheme something up to get him on that nine or that freaking eight because he can run that post like crazy. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's not, he's not no breakdown, boop, 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 you know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, he's not, he's not running no squibs or nothing like that. He's right. I mean, in, in his six years in the NFL, he's only had a thousand receiving yards once. And that was what in 2000, in 2020. It's, it's that's Sam, when they finally Sam, used him. That's Sam when they Donald finally was his quarterback. Yeah. He, like he's as good as us, you know? Yeah. So it's, it's a little better situation going on right now with Baker Mayfield. I'm not overly high. I'm just like you all. I think that went about five. What do I have Matt? Uh, Panthers max seven games. If everything goes fumbling right or whatever, they can win right. seven games. You know, they still don't have but good coaching. You know what I mean? It's so that not, could, right? Matt, Matt Rule is horrible, and mm-hmm. uh, the defense. Um, you pick it. I, there's, there's nothing over there, right? Yeah, yeah, really, really, yeah. It's nothing. It's nothing to, bra- to go on and brag about. <laughs> let's let's just say that, folks. Let's just say that. Okay, let's keep it going, guys. Um, New Orleans is next. What's your feelings on Jameis Winston, uh, Gabe? Because we all know he's coming off that ACL tear. He started the year five and two last year before going down. They thought, wow, you know, know, this guy, he looks so much better than when we last saw him before that, throwing 30 touchdowns and 30 interceptions in his last year in Tampa Bay. You know, but now this year, he no longer has Sean Payton around. Remember that. So things are a little bit different. Um, you know, we're wondering if Alvin Kamara is going to, you know, be suspended anything for his on off the field issues. Michael Thomas is coming off that foot ankle injury. You know, is he one hundred percent healthy? Even though they've got, and they also have got um, Jarvis Landry this off year. They drafted Chris Olave, which is a stud from Ohio State. What do you think the Saints can do? And what's really, what's really your feelings on Jameis Winston going into this year? Jeez, man. When you first of all, it's gonna be hard to talk anything positive about the Saints, but I'm gonna go ahead and do it. <laughs> but um, <laughs> but I don't blame the, him. the number one overall pick, uh, what's it called? Being Jameis Winston and then Marcus Mariota, Oregon, Florida State, man. I was a huge fan of both of them. Mm-hmm. 
Jameis is actually a really good quarterback and it's hard to throw stones at him. I know he went 30 for 30 and it was horrendous. I know, mm-hmm. but that's Bruce Arians, throw it, throw it, throw it, act crazy, right. you know, type right. of that, offense. No, no risk it, no biscuit offense. Right, right. 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 And he, he also threw for 5,000 yards that year. That year. Right. Right. Hey, we were so drafting all of his pieces when he was in <laughs> fantasy. Know, we like, love Mike Evans. We love yeah. uh, uh, Muscle Hamster. Chris, you know Chris Godwin. I mean? Yeah, yeah. Godwin, yeah. Right? yeah. Jam- Jameis can throw every ball and he can throw everything that you need him to throw in the NFL. He's got the talented arm to do all that. And you've given him a roster to where it's like, Mike Thomas is coming back this year. Mm-hmm. Jameis should go crazy. And if you ever need a security blank, you got Jarvis Landry. Mm-hmm. Chris Olave is going to yep. be nasty. And yep. then um, I forget the uh, the third receiver that they had over there that started last year. Trey Smith. He's pretty good too. Yeah, he's pretty good too. Marquez Callaway's there too. Yeah, and and you were saying something about Kamara. If he's potentially suspended about six games max, you still got Mark Ingram. Mark Ingram really is one of those running backs that's like, he really hasn't declined like that. The Saints' offensive line is always pretty decent. Right. And then what are they carried by? Dennis Allen in the defense. Yeah. So they're 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 fine. Mm -hmm. They can slow pace this. You know, the first couple games. You know. He might take a couple chances with Jameis on some play action deep balls as Jameis's game plan or whatever. Right, right, right. They're in a really, really good position. Jameis should Jameis should be able to be comeback player of the year or something, something along those lines. He's gonna have a good season. I'm not saying Pro Bowl, but he's gonna have a good season. Oh, bet. What's your uh, outlook on the New Orleans Saints? I mean, it's a tough schedule. They also they gotta look out for the Minnesota Vikings and the Eagles as well. You know, I, I obviously they're going up against the AFC and NFC West. Looks like maybe. Um, Oh no, man. I mean, they've always got a great defense. I got to agree with Cave on that one. I, they, and this was a nine win team last year too. Right now. And they weren't, we wouldn't say they were playing well the first year without uh, their head coach. I try to figure it out with Taysom Hill, right. A quarterback (laughs) because of the ACL injury that uh, uh, James Winston sustained. It's um, it, it is a testament to how well that team has been built that this, these were the guys that uh, uh, Drew Brees would take to the NFC championship game, like three years in a row. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, so, you know, I, I have a feeling that they're going to come out here and play really well. I, I do like Jameis with a, with a roster because that's one thing people cannot take away from James Winston. He can make every throw. He can make every throw on the field. He's He is supposed to be out there because he can play with them. Um, so, you know, I could see them. It's just a really hard schedule. You know, yeah, if they bust can, nine games out, it's a really hard schedule. I can still see them winning nine games, though. Right, go, yeah. yeah. You know, um, and you mentioned Taysom Hill. I think they're they're labeling him as a tight end this season because yeah. you have a legit uh, core QB, uh, QB2 in Andy Dalton now. Yeah. He made a couple um, catches in the uh, preseason. He made a couple catches. Should be you know, um, you, on the defensive side, you got you still got Cam Jordan there. They picked up Tyron Matthew um, from, from KC. Jarvis oh. Landry as well. Yep, yep, the LSU boys. Yeah, man, I think Marshawn Lattimore's still there. People, I think people might be sleeping on New Orleans. They're just going to give the division to Tampa Bay because it's your yeah. boy TB12, Obed. Um, but, yeah, I think nine wins is, is a solid number for him. Yep, yep, yeah. we all know you're a Brady fan, Obed. Yeah, so we, we can get, you know – Talking about Brady and them and them boys and the Buccaneers. Now Brady was out for a couple for a couple of days. He finally came back from a short absence. Um, there's actually even some news that actually came out from uh, your boy Dana White of the UFC, stating that he almost he tried to broker a deal to get Brady and Gronk to go to Las Vegas and play with the Raiders. Oh wow! What, you know what is Obed? I know, like I said, I want to go to you because I know you're the Brady yeah. fan either of, of the group. What is your thoughts? Well, just on that alone, or the Raiders deal, because 
could it be right you know could it have really have been tom brady in las vegas and what would that team look like it was supposed to be tom brady in uh in miami with a player uh player owners uh privileges you know what i mean like it's he was going he was on his way out of uh new england and it you know they, he had been approached by or excuse me his the, the story is that there was a boat ride with don Yi, his agent and sean Ta- uh sean payton was there and they were trying to get sean payton to come be the head coach for them and work with jordan uh, stephen ross and go be over at the at the miami dolphins now you know these things were uh were capsized this entire plan was capsized after the um the unfortunate situation with uh no whoever the next coach was or the next coach that ended up going to new york the new york jets because uh the his previous coach didn't get the job i can't remember the general's name who's now the defensive defensive coordinator or i think an assistant defensive coordinator with the, with the steelers remember. right now uh i can't remember the previous coach of the of the Dolphins, like uh, Brian Flores. Brian Excuse Flores. Me. Brian, Brian Flores. Flores. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. Um, yeah, no, I mean it's it's a wild story. Anybody would try to land Brady if they could. I think that there's definitely smoke there. Um, but Gronk, who was also in that, um, it's because it's a show about with the Gronks or something like that. Mm-hmm. He didn't deny it. You know, he didn't deny it. I, I'm <laughs> right. not. I'm not surprised. This guy only. He's like, hey, listen, you want me to come here and catch a touchdown pass from Tom Brady? Just tell me when and where. Where have my checks ready? Here we go. <laughs> Yeah, and I'm looking at this current Tampa Bay squad. I mean, they pretty much got almost got pretty much the same team as last year. Obviously, we know Gronk is gone. He retired again. Chris Godwin is coming off that ACL injury. How much he, how healthy is he going to be? The biggest thing as far as guarding health is the offensive line. They have been decimated by injuries. I believe they lost their starting center and Ryan also an all pro Ryan Jensen. Um, I think even their right tackle Tristan Worse is banged up. Um, their left guard, I believe, is hurt as well, too. They're pretty much getting guys from the mall to come out and play right. offensive line, dude. You know what I mean? Balls in the interior, and Tom Brady does not like interior pressure. Right. Uh, Gabe, what is your outtake on, you know, virtually all these injuries, and can Brady stay upright this season and actually get the ball out to his guys? What's your outlook on the Bucks this year? Well, it's, it's it just goes back to the ageless man every time you think about Tom Brady. So he's the ageless wonder. He goes out there and he kills us. And, you know, I've been waiting for him to retire for the last seven years, especially since they came back and whooped us 28 to three when we had him. Mm. Um, still overall, mad about it. Still mad. <laughs> that, that salt is never going to come out that wound. But yeah. <laughs> but yeah, overall, man, it's 50-50. You've seen Tom and Bill go through these type of struggles before in, the, in New England, you know what I'm saying, with injuries and things yeah. like that. Tom playing with players that should be out here, you know, playing catch with my son. And it, it, it's been going great. It's been yeah. going great. So anytime that, you know, those reports come out of the Buccaneers, this guy's injured, uh, Russell Gaines came from us, and they it was like Tom was getting on him. He's not coming to practice, things like that. Man, once the season starts, I just you, you, you just can't do nothing about it, man. It's Tom Brady. We know what it's going to be. It's going to be a 12-win team. They're going to win the division. They're going to go into the playoffs, and they're going to cause an uproar, you know, and it'll be what it'll be. I don't have any – I can't hang my head anytime you mention Tom Brady's name as many times as I done tried to throw Peyton Manning, Mike Vick, whoever in yeah. front of him. <laughs> right. It's, it's just Tom. So I, I just expect him to be Tom. Yeah, but I think that all line is going to play up. I don't think they're going to be tw- – do you think – you said 12 wins? 12 wins. I'm saying no more than 11, man. 11? I'm saying, I'm that's, saying that's, that's not – It might even be – honestly, it might even be 10. That's not a difference. I'm, 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 I'm <laughs> saying – no, but here's the thing. But it matters It matters when it comes to playoff time. Can you, can you get over that hump? I'm saying maybe even no more than 10. 
dude, look at their oh, schedule. They're, they're gonna they're gonna win ten. They're gonna split with the Saints. They're gonna sweep us. They're gonna sweep the Panthers. So that that you know what I'm saying that's that's pretty much guaranteeing them the, the win in the division. So they'll get out of the division. And that's five right games right there. Right. Yeah. Right. So that's five. <laughs> so then you just got to pad one of the. Tom Brady is going to slice and dice at the Steelers. You, you trust can, Tom Brady yes, is going to give. Okay, I'll business. give you the Steelers. Yeah. That's six. Um, now the Ravens is lucky it's a home game. I don't know if they'll win it, he's, but I think they have a chance. The he's gonna right because he loves to be Tom. This is the difference between Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers. It took Aaron Rodgers forever to find a way to beat the uh, Seattle Seahawks and beat the Legion of Boom. Yep. It only took Tom Brady a few games a and then he beat him in Super. Right, exactly. And they beat him in Super Bowl. <laughs> but Tom Brady knows how to beat these teams. Uh, I don't know if they beat the Rams because that defense. Nope, they won't beat them. They won't Dude, beat the Rams. They've got the best probably home schedule. They got Green Bay at home, KC at home. The Baltimore at home, the Rams at home, back to back there, the, the and even Cincinnati the, at home. The but those are KC. huge games yeah. either way. They can still yeah. lose them. They can yeah, still lose them in Florida. I I got them losing to Casey and the Rams. I think he's too smart for the Bengals. You know what I'm saying? The Bengals are are getting ready to ride this season on some high. You know they're young. Woo! Yeah, they, they're yeah. about to come out there, man. I don't know if you've seen them three young boys. They come out there, man. We're about to, you know, they all Jamar Chase yeah. thinks he's getting a triple crown. So, <laughs> you know, it, it's about to be yeah, they're gonna learn yeah. about that Super Bowl yeah. real quick. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Real they quick. said once we beat the Chiefs, you know, we we figured we made it. Like you, what they shouldn't have. I don't even know if they should have beat the Raiders, but well, you know, we know that's not something we, we should talk about. There we go. There we go. Yeah, it's going to be, like I said, it's going to be an interesting year for Tampa. Like I said, I just think, because you remember, offensive line matters, especially when you have a premier quarterback in Tom Brady. Look what, because case in point, look what happened in that Super Bowl two years ago when Patrick Mahomes, we thought he was the best thing since the sliced bread on the face of this earth, going out and going to that Super Bowl. What happened? (laughs) Yeah, no offensive line. This dude didn't do a damn thing in that Super Bowl. Why? Because he had no offense. His starting... Left tackle and right tackle missed that game. And guess what? He did nothing. Facts. But Pat, Pat's a, it's a different situation when it comes to Pat because Pat's a, he's a, you know, he's an outliner, man. He's going to go around. He's going to do a bunch of crazy stuff. Tom's just going to pat that ball for two steps and it's gone. You know? Right. Right. Exactly. It, it, he's Tom's played with horrendous offensive lines in New England, but what do you do? One, two, it's, Ball's it's, coming. it's, it's Ball's got to be out quick. I got to make Julian sure Edelman, it is. Julian Edelman. What's the name? Chris. What's, what's that? Chris average? Hogan, Danny Chris, Amendola, a bunch of guys that should be out here playing catch with my son, man. And then <laughs> he's, Super he's Bowl champions. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Super Bowl yeah. champions <laughs> playing on the playground. Yeah. Well, it's, man, it's, you want to run real yeah. quick? You want to get this game? Seven, seven, <laughs> we just, right. we just give it out rings for free. Yeah, I mean, oh. they all okay. Another they, they picked up your boy, they picked up your boy Julio Jones, Gabe. Do you think he still has anything left in the left in the tank? I mean, he's always injured too. Julio Jones is a reserve tight end. That's why he picked him up. <laughs> he's playing the honey hole. He's playing the rock roll. He's playing the honey hole. Just if you see that seam, go. <laughs> he is my second favorite Atlanta Falcon of all time. I've got him upstairs next to Vic. Um, he's great. I love Julio forever, but man, them hamstrings is done, my dude. Hopefully he proves me wrong and he can do mm. something because that that film that he put together on the Titans was the worst. <laughs> that was awful. I, 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 that just, he should have retired when he left us because you can't go to the Tennessee Titans and put no film out there like that, man. That was Maybe bad. you catch two balls a week, maybe. Something. <laughs> yeah, right. Hopefully, right? Well, I'm just thinking, because yeah. if we're not sure if Chris Godwin is going to, it's a hundred percent. He might, he might get Julio might get some burn. I know Russell Gage, I believe is ahead of Julio on the depth chart right oh, yeah, now, right, right. but with, with, with Godwin still kind of 
ailing from that ACL, let's say Julio gets that burn, so shows out a little bit. I think he replaces Gage, and it will be that third receiver. That's why mm. I say that. Nah, you know nah, the, the reason. The reason why I debate with you on that is because Julio's never been an inside receiver. Yeah, Kyle did it that one year when we went to the Super Bowl. He played a couple snaps on the inside. Mm-hmm. He's not really inside receiver. No, he's a dominant. Nah. He's a dominant he's, outside. Yo, he's a split him, Oh yeah, yeah right. With sure. him having those hamstring injuries and things like that. DBs are more so like mirrored on him. You know what I'm saying? He's not as fast. He's not as twitchy as he used to be and things like that. Right. Russell but it, Gage is crazy. On but the if, you need, if you need, if you want to throw up a 50-50 ball in the corner of the end zone, I'm going rocking with Julio Jones. Yeah, but I'm how many touchdowns has Julio? Sorry about that, ladies and gentlemen. We had a little bit of technical difficulties. Um, getting back to it, Obed. Sorry, before we yeah, cut yeah, out, no we... worries. I, I was trying to say that, that that I think this next year, Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs are going to be set up more for him to to get the ball out quickly, uh, throw to individuals like Marquez Valdez, Scanling, Sky Moore. I know Gabe is very excited about Sky Moore, uh, and so to, to see these guys out there to give him those options uh, because the the quarterbacks mature over time, right? They have to get to mm-hmm. a point where they can. Uh, see what's happening in front of them and make the best decision possible. Um, and, you know, you can't always rely on the, the over-reliable. Travis Kelsey is about to be 33 years old next year, right? Like, I don't know how many more years they have of him. I know they're excited about uh, – I think they have another uh, tight end over there, Gray, something Gray, Daniel, Daniel mm-hmm. Gray, something like that. Um, so, you know, this could be – this could be like, you know, a bitty bang-bang year for him to come out here and put up 40, you know, touchdowns. 50 maybe if with all this new cast of the characters it's going to be exciting to see uh but of course brady and the bucks are going to be in at the end so we'll see what goes out goes on there yeah i know like i said i i know you guys are kind of dogging me on julio but i think he can still come out and play like i said if he is healthy i think he can still play a little bit um what did i say what I mean, maybe 10 10 11 maybe 11, maybe 11 wins dude for tampa bay um i still see them winning the division of course, just by almost by default, default you know, yeah. you know, if you will. You know what I mean? Um, how far can they go? I'd say at least a divisional round, you know, if, if they're a wild card, ooh, ooh. At, at least the divisional, right? It, it is Tom Brady, right? It's Tom, look, it's Tom Brady, look, right? When you look around the NFC and all the other divisions, who do you feel as a threat? Because he could just wind up again with the Philadelphia Eagles or the Dallas Cowboys, anything terrible out of the NFC East. Right. Yeah. Do we think the NFC East is going to give us a better uh, candidate, though? Because I don't know what Dayball is going to look like with the Giants, but people oh, think Jalen Hurts going to take a step forward. Yeah, I, I'm uh, hoping I, Jalen Hurts I, takes a step forward. The Giants, obviously, relying on Saquon Barkley's health. That's for one. They're going to. Yeah, I, I think I talked about it a couple of weeks ago. They need to. This is a big, big year for Danny Dimes in New York. He has to. Has to. I think he has to throw for four thousand yards and at least thirty God, touchdowns. Jesus Christ. Otherwise, he may be gone. Hey, they got one dolly. That's all they need. Yeah, he's Danny Dimes is definitely about done. Um, I think they're gonna go ahead in the next about six games, they'll trade for Jimmy G. Is my that's my prediction of this season. I think Jimmy G for the Giants. Yep. Wow. I think I think Jimmy, I think Jimmy G is gonna sneak his way over there because I saw a couple clips of Danny Dimes throwing some out routes, man. And my God, you want to talk about skipping rocks. He's right there with it, man. He is right there Jam. with it. Damn. Tell him how you really feel, son. <laughs> right. Good Lord. Yeah, boys Fried him up. Skipping rocks. He's terrible, man. But um, yeah. they're in a good quarterback pool, you know, next year. Like I said, it, man, mm. if you can get in that C.J. Stroud, <laughs> Bryce, if you can get one of them guys, man, you are. Mm. But Bryce, the, Giants, yeah. 
the Giants just fell into one of them situations like we were talking about Trevor Lawrence earlier being the best player in college and then falling into a bad situation. Saquon Barkley, best player in college, falling into a bad situation. And then mm. it's just it's yeah. rough. Yeah. And then the team and the organization is no better. They don't try to build up they, nothing, you know? Yeah. yeah. So, uh, and I think, oh, Betty, I think you're saying Tampa Bay, going back to the NFC South, Tampa Bay will win that division as well, right? I do agree with that. I do agree yeah. with that. I think getting absolutely. somewhere in the 11, 11 wins. I mean, they had 13 wins last year. I could absolutely see them taking a step back two games because of the offensive line. But again, Tom yeah. Brady's going to get the ball out. They're going to be ready to play. Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, folks, I think that is going to do it for us this week here on What's the Word Entertainment. Uh, I'd like to thank our guest, Gabe, coming on here and joining us. Um, any last words for the people, Gabe, before you head out? Just log in, uh, follow, follow uh, What's the Word. You know what I'm saying? Hit a like subscribe yep. whatever it is i appreciate the boys for having me on yeah man appreciate you for joining us um i'll bet any last words uh first off thank you very much for joining us gabe it was a pleasure always fun to meet uh the the people who have made sherman the man who he is i, I appreciate uh getting the opportunity um uh remember guys the league is starting whatever league you're in fantasy football is coming so yes, you sir. need to make time for those people that you love and care about because you are not going to see them you are going to be watching football for 16 hours Yo, I'm every day. You're going to be on the job. You're going to be on the throne. Look at your fantasy team. Look at the news, okay? So just, just plan a random vacation. Just surprise them. Say, hey, we're going to the store. Actually pack a bag. We're going to the beach, right? Do something. <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you right now, on Sundays, don't, nobody better bother me because I'm not leaving my couch from 1, one o'clock to 8 o'clock. And NFL Red Zone, baby, all day. All <laughs> me day and Scott Hanson is like this. Yes, my man. That's my man. That's my man. Yep. Well, folks, thanks again for tuning in. Um, don't, don't forget to check us out on Twitter at the WWENT for our guest, Gabe, for my co-host, Obed. I am sure we will catch you guys next time. Peace. Peace.